Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We are recording this podcast and I'm slightly nervous because I'm doing it through my iPad through GarageBand and I normally do it through a MacBook and I'm always slightly nervous that it's um, not going to record properly. I can't hear it. I haven't got any headphones, you see, because Apple very stupidly have not put a jack input or output on the iPad, which always slightly freaks me out. Um, but I can see that the the bouncy things, is that a technical term for... The volume or the input, the bouncy things are not peaking, and the metronome's off, and we, we are We started. Yes. Uh, I've turned off the music. Great. In the other room. Okay, I think we're in pretty good shape then. I think it's happening, and we're recording. So earlier I was just, when we had a full start, I was mm. talking about how people imagine us recording this with three other people in the room, and oh, yeah, yeah. like recording it and producing it, and... But actually, it's us. We have explained this before, maybe, but yeah, and yeah. Saskia, who does mm. the editing, and then Olivia, who mm. is. There are four members in this band. Yes, but you, only, me, yeah. Saskia, and Olivia. Yeah, well, as Bono says, he's only one quarter of an artist. He's right. We are one quarter of an artist. We're, we're one together, we're of half. An yeah, yeah, we're together, we're half. But we're not a complete we're not. package without the other two. No. Yeah. I thought it was quite interesting that and quite an honest statement is that he's probably not very good without without the other three people, mm. you know. He's just probably av an average guy. Uh, can I say but, at the beginning possibly yeah. that might have been true, but now he is just Bono. I would quite yes. happily go and okay. see him sing without mm. any instruments whatsoever and just stand there because he is... Well, we're going to see that, I think, yeah, can't I we? Yes, so right, right. We're going to go and see Bono in As New part York. of Michael's 50th year. Mm. It's a year of events, Michael. I know, it's quite amazing, really, isn't yeah. it? I mean, um, so I'm really looking forward to that. It'll it's, be great. It's going to be amazing. What's been interesting is he's already done about five or six shows and I haven't read a single review. No, or, why is that? I don't know. I wonder if the audience have basically been told, don't tell anybody about this at the moment. Has Has anybody listening seen Bono talk about surrender? Mm. Please, let us know. Um, what are you going to start with? I'm going to start with a documentary I've been watching without you. You've dipped in and out. Uh, oh, um, no, I've watched bits of it. It's amazing. It. Yeah. I mean, I just, I've had like life stuff to do at home. Mm. Um, and I had a call and yeah. like it just, I was a bit distracted, but. So I remember this story coming out. I can't remember the timeline of it because if, if they're not being very specific in the documentary at the moment, but I just remember it happening probably about 10 or 12 years ago. And it's the Bernie Madoff story. And I mean, it started years and years ago. Yes. 90s, right? Yeah, but I can't remember when he got arrested. I think it's probably about 2010 or something like that. After yeah, probably the 2008 crash, I would have thought. It was definitely because the 2008 yeah. crash happens in the documentary. Yeah. So it's after that. But uh, I was always fascinated with the story. I never really understood how, I mean, I know how a Ponzi scheme works, you know, 
uh, this but it kind seems of pointless. Selling the whole you're thing. Because you know you're going to get done. Weird, yes. But I think it's what's fascinating about it is that it's like a look into weird human behaviour where you know you're doing something wrong. Yes. It's like the ultimate self harm. Yes. But you're you, you know the outcome, but you're still walking towards it. And I assume it's a bit like a lie where you tell a lie and then you have to tell another lie to cover up that lie. And then, and so it goes, you know, that, um, that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you can't stop it. They said this about, um, people who became Nazis, like they were just regular people, but as soon as they stepped their toe into the world of Nazism or fascism, they'd already done it. They'd done the bad thing. Yeah. And it might have just been one tiny bad thing they did, which is like, outer Jew or something yes, like that. But it grew and all of a sudden you're yeah. in and then you're capable of doing the most horrific thing. So I, I assume it's the same construct in, in your mind where mm. the lie just gets too big to pull yourself out of because you need to go to prison. So you just got to ride it out until it's conclusion. But it, it, I can't, I still, I'm, I'm at episode four in, I still can't understand why he's taking billions of pounds of people's money. I mean, billions and billions. Yeah. Like, this is the other thing. He mm. could have just stopped at mm. a few million, like a hundred million or something, and yeah. he would have had enough money to live off the rest of it. He already had a successful career where yeah. he was a multimillionaire. Like, I just couldn't work it out. So ego is obviously one big thing. There's a really interesting thing at the beginning where he said, I just, I want to make people happy and I hate saying no to anybody. And I think there's probably a bunch of people out there, me included, where I know that feeling where you want to say yes mm. to stuff. But you sh- you have to grow up enough, basically, to kind of go, I can't do this. I can't help you, I'm afraid, mm. you know. There's some things you've got to say no to. Well, he just turned into, uh, what happened, it looked like he turned into such a bully. Mm. But that was probably fear. Oh, yes, totally. You know, became more and more mm. of a bully the more frightened he got yeah. as it was all just beginning to implode. Could you, because I cut you off earlier, will you just explain to everybody what a Ponzi scheme is? Because I was amazed to find out that Ponzi was a man. Yes. So I guess it was the guy who originated the scam, first of all. But it's essentially where you take in some money. I mean, it happened to me, weirdly. A friend of mine asked me to lend him money. And in return, he'd give me back a 50% return on the money. So for example, let's say I lent him 10 grand. He promised me 15 grand back in a couple of weeks time. Mm. And he was a wealthy guy and I could see he was in a bit of trouble. And I thought, yeah, no problem. He had a great big four million pound house, lots of cars and all that kind of stuff. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, like he's good for it. You know, I lent him the 10 grand. It wasn't 10 grand, by the way. I'm just using that as a, as a, as a number. Uh, and two weeks later, you know, um, I got back 15. Uh, and then about a month later, he asked me for another 10. So I put another 10 in. Um, and then I didn't get that back. And then he asked me for another five and I put that in. Um, so now it was 15 grand in, uh, he was promising me 25 out. And then, you know, and what was happening is obviously he'd done this to a number of people and he was paying them off with my money, then looking for other people's money to bring into, you know, his fund for want of a better phrase, then he could pay me off, but he was forever spreading money around. And as long as there's money coming in, more money coming in than there is going out, you're fine. Yeah. But what Madoff was doing was was just on a global epic scale, wasn't scale. it? Yeah, and he wasn't just doing it with individuals' money; he was doing it with hedge funds. So you had a hedge fund manager. So hedge funds exploded in the nineties, essentially. And this is somebody who takes a bunch of money off a very wealthy person, 
and he bets it on the stock market, but he bets it on things going up and going down. So it's a bit like betting on horses to win and, and lose, and, and betting mm. on some horses to lose. So whatever happens, you know, you hedge your bets and you you don't lose all your money. But a lot of people running hedge funds didn't know what to do with them, so they basically just chucked all their money into the Madoff because he was promising fund. such amazing returns. And and the returns were all fake, but they were all good returns, you know. And of course, as people were making money, they weren't taking it out of the fund. They were leaving it in. So his his fund was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And all they needed to do was produce statements for these people to say, well, look, your investment's safe. But they weren't what's making going money. Is. They weren't making any money at all. The, none of the trades were, were They were, were real. all fake trades. What was amazing about it is that he backdated the trades. So he went and found trades retrospectively that had happened. And then he said that those were the trades. So if you said, I, I, I said, if you said like, um, oh, how much money do I make this month? And you say, well, we traded on Apple and AOL or something like that. I'd go back and find the trades. And, and then you, if you Googled it, you could research that those trades took place yeah, and that's and the money did, you would have made. Make you know? money, yeah. yeah. So everything looks completely legit. but And he got whistleblown. Uh, if that's the mm. thing, um, quite a few times, but yeah. nobody listened to him mm. because well, there was things if like they the, trusted him, they believed he him. He was a massive figure. He was a god. Yeah. yeah. And this is something to think about, really, is that when you go and see a doctor or a lawyer or a banker or whatever, you think there's an element of trust around that because they're well-educated and they've got these degrees and, um, and all the rest of it, and there should be a position of trust. But as we know with all sorts of people in these positions that they become they can become corrupted so it's always worth yeah but what's really scary is because you know the, the the thing i think that made me so sad was the people who lived in florida and had worked mm. for 40 years and had scraped through yeah. you know five hundred thousand dollars mm. you know which is a tidy sum of money but put all of that into bernie yeah bernie's fund to try yeah. and kind of make it their retirement and this guy was going, I did my due diligence yeah. and everything, every newspaper article, everything mm. online, everywhere. It all stacked said, up, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He gets these unbelievable returns. And it was that one person that said, mm. it's impossible to get these returns. And still no one listened to yeah. him. Yeah. It's very funny, the, the, the securities exchange, was it the SEC, ring him up um, because he's been, you know, he's been blown. And they say, um, hey, Bernie, <laughs> someone tells me you've got a hedge fund. Is that right? Because you've got a license for one. And he's like, nope, I don't have a hedge fund. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think so. Okay, catch you later. And like, that's the investigation over. You know, it's like, what? You know, it's just absolutely fascinating. But if you're not interested in money or, you know, Wall Street or the banks or anything like that, it's totally fine. Don't don't think about it like that. It, this whole thing reminds me of the last dance. Remember the basketball yes. thing? It wasn't about basketball in the no. end. It was about like human beings and, and also, the spirit to 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 move in a particular direction. Yeah. This is a snapshot of human behaviour yeah. that is very, very odd because there's so little motivation for him to do it really other than ego. And then you think, God, is this what, is this what your ego can do to you? you know, I also you let feel it go. sorry for his family. You know, oh. they would grow up thinking that they're with this amazing guy mm. and then to realise that it's all fake. Yeah. And he's got his sons working for him. Yeah. Uh, his for, brother, his, for his bona fide his business, business, his yeah. legit business on the... Well, what's great is he, he, they have this, um, and it's, it's called the Lipstick Building, and it's a big skyscraper in New York. So when we go to New York, I'd quite like to see Yeah, that, definitely. You know? And on the 19th floor is the Bernie Madoff Investment Trading Company. 
Uh, and on the 17th floor is the Ponzi scheme, you know, two floors down. Nobody's allowed to no, the Ponzi yeah. scheme floor ever. And when you go into there, I mean, they've got footage of, of when the police raided the place, you know. It's like a place from the 70s or something. Everything's on old computer paper and written down on old fag packets and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, on the 19th floor is this highly sophisticated computer system trading. And I think they were saying that he, he virtually invented the NASDAQ. Yes, he did. Which is the computer system yeah. that trades. Like, that was his thing. Like, it's just it's incredible. It's a shame you know? that he... Yeah. I don't know. So if you're stuck for something to watch... Um, How many episodes is it? It's I, a I lot. I think it's a limited series at the moment. So I think there's only six, but they might be dropping more like 10 in total. Jesus. But it's, um, it's a really nice thing to sink into because there's a lot to get your head around. You have to pause a couple of times and go, hang on a second, so... Because the banking world is a mystery. Yeah, it's, it's only very, because very of the, confusing. Only because of the language they use, though. Mm. It's actually quite simple. It's just that they're sophisticated with all this weird three-letter abbreviations mm. and all sorts of strange middlemen stuff. Mm. But actually, if you can get your head around what's going on, it's a real education. But but like I say, it's not. don't think about it as about money. It, it, it's about human behavior. And I just... Mm. I'm really loving it. I wake you up in the morning thinking about it. Oh, I wow. I go to bed at night thinking about it. You're supposed to do think about me? Uh, yes. Well, you're in. You're on the 17th I'm, floor, basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the naughty floor. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it's on Netflix. Um, I can't remember precisely what it's called, but I think it's called, um, you know, Bernie Madoff. What's quite funny is that I wrote it into notes to talk about it today, and I put Bernie and then Madoff, and it changed it to Madoff. And I was like, oh, that's weird. But it was like, he's made off with your money. You know? <laughs> ah! Yeah? I, know. I love it. Bernie made off with your money. Uh, I don't know if anyone's cracked that joke before. Have we talked about Happy it. Valley? We did, didn't we? I think we, did, we mentioned it last we week. We have watched this week's episode. We have not. But I'm Pip, so excited. Pip texted me this morning and he just said, Happy Valley is so fucking good. Oh my God, so I can't wait to see I, it. I, I, yeah, I'm right. Um, let us know that. what you're thinking about so that. Just for context, it's Wednesday, by the way. Folks. Wednesday. So um, we're two days out of sync on Happy Valley. I meant to talk about this pre-New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I meant to talk about it pre-Bonfire Night last year, and I'm annoyed that I didn't because I feel like dogs may have suffered as a result of oh, me okay. not talking about it. But Bo had an absolute abject horror of fireworks. fireworks yeah. And the thing about the fireworks is it doesn't even matter if they're 10 miles away. She, she could hear fireworks when I couldn't hear fireworks. Mm. And she would try and dig a hole in a concrete floor. Like, it mm. was awful to watch. Cry, she'd move around. And actually, if I sedated her, sometimes I'd feel like it was worse. And I tried yes, everything. Yeah. I tried those jackets that you put on them where the you kind jacket. of... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was okay. Mm-hmm. I used um, CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Eventually... We Ketamine. started using, yeah, well, we started using um, tramadol. Yeah, okay. Um, so we only had the tramadol for fireworks. I always thought they should call that tramadog for dogs. Tra- tra- trauma dog. Trauma dog. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, so somebody sent me this ages ago, and it's called Mutt Muffs. And <laughs> what? Muff Muffs. No, Mutt Muffs. Mutt Muffs. <laughs> it's a really good name it's for it, It's a great right? name. It's very catchy, yeah. And it's ear defenders for dogs. <gasps> Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God. The picture of the dog with its ear How sweet on. Yeah. is that? Shit. Um, so they say it's got four and a half stars on Amazon. They're mm-hmm. 22 quid. And they are... Sorry. <laughs> Just... 
<laughs> Come on, love. <laughs> um, ear defenders for dogs. I just think it's an it's a must. Yeah. And I've just looked, scrolled down mm. on the Amazon page. That's why I'm laughing. If you look up <laughs> mutt muffs on Amazon, it's worth scrolling down <laughs> to see all the pictures of dogs oh. and cats. Yeah. With ear muffs. <gasps> So the cat, look at that dog. So basically they've got weighted jackets and they've got Mm -hmm. earmuffs and stuff. I did try the kind of sock over the ears Mm -hmm. for Mm Bo and that didn't work either. What they need is a pair of the new Apple headphones. Yes, okay, with noise cancelling. Noise cancelling. That's what they need. Mm -hmm. Why don't Apple bring out some mutt muffs? For dogs. For dogs. Mm. Anyway, these ear defenders seem actually quite good so um people have talked about them they've said that they work um so if you have a dog that's frightened try the weighted jacket mm. try cbd oil but mm. also try mutt muffs you can get them on amazon just type in mutt muffs um on that subject you bought me some apple airpods max for christmas yes so i not thought about reviewing them actually but uh, I should probably just give them a mention because they are bloody Yeah, amazing, I mean, what's you know? really funny, mm. on um, on Boxing Day, mm. I was walking around the house because you, Sonny, Holly mm. all got a pair. Mm. I was walking around the house going, Sonny, mm. Holly, Michael. Mm. No one was talking to me because yeah. nobody could hear anything mm. because you had... Your headphones, headphones on. In. Well, I don't know if you remember the other night uh, we'd got into bed here oh, and there was a lot of noise that, in the that kitchen. That was so funny. And I was like, it's midnight. I was banging and clanking around in the kitchen. So I wandered through and Sonny had his AirPod Maxes on making some super noodles. But obviously he had no idea. He was just clanking around and smashing into stuff and banging the pan down on the hob. And I was like, Jesus Christ, lad, it's fucking half past midnight. He's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. But um, the noise no, cancelling. No, but wait. Yeah. The other night, mm. you had your headphones on because you oh, couldn't yes, sleep. Yes, I couldn't sleep, so sometimes and, listen to music. Um, cool. And he was listening to music, and I got up to go to the loo, mm. and I was talking to yes. Michael and chatting away, and but not like I was just talking for yeah. quite a long time. There weren't and then, questions. No, warren answers. I was like, just yeah, chatting, yeah. and then I went, Michael, and I realised that you had your headphones, <laughs> and I said. Oh, don't worry. Got back into bed and just went to sleep. <laughs> I remember you touched my head and you went, oh. I was like, hello? You've got your headphones on. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, Apple have a, a playlist called Sleep Sounds. Um, oh, do they? Yeah, so you just go onto iTunes or whatever it is and just put Apple. It's an essentials playlist or an Apple playlist that they've put together. What's of it just called? Sleep Sounds. And it's just relaxing, floaty music, Do you basically. listen to it? Yeah, well, w- when I first was getting divorced... Um, and I was living on my own. You know, I was having difficulty sleeping because there was all sorts of fucking anxiety and all sorts of stress and all the rest of it. So I was trying to find ways to relax, you know. Mm. And you know what it's like. You reach a point where you think, well, I'll try anything, you know. Mm. And I thought, oh, just wonder if there's a, a, a sleeping, sleepy sound thing to help me relax. And you remember we had that sensei yes, thing. Yes, that was so nice, that, that sensei. That va- va- vibrated on your chest. It was so nice. So I started to kind of combine music and vibrations and stuff like that. But bloody hell, the Apple Sleep Sounds playlist is lovely. But through these Apple headphones, you know, whoa, it's just uh, those mystical kind of sounds with yes. the noise cancelling on is great so look they're really expensive these headphones they're like 549 pounds a pair so unless you're really into music and you're really into sound and you really want to try and isolate yourself and relax then they may be not worth the money but if you like an on here on here 
ear headphone. I mean, they're wow. big, you know, when you're they're used big, to carrying yeah. around AirPods. If you get trains a lot, tubes, the underground, you go on flights a it's lot. It's a must. I think it's a no-brainer. It's a really worthwhile investment. And they are much better than AirPods Pro, the little things that goes in your ears because they, they isolate all the sound because they cup over your ears. They're really good anyway. So thank you very much indeed because I love them. It's a pleasure. Yeah. You mentioned great. Sensate earlier mm. and we recommended that on our podcast a while back. <sighs> right at the beginning. And um, it is, uh, it's still going. Mm. It's called GetSensate.com. Oh, okay. Um, and it's your key to calm, they say. It's infrasonic resonance, mm-hmm. um, and it reduces stress and anxiety and improves mm. sleep quality. We did really enjoy mm. using it. Yeah. The vagus nerve calms the primal brain, so it's about tapping into the vagus nerve and calming it down. Oh, that's right, yeah. the vagus nerve. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good party nerve, that one. Let's yeah, go to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. You've really struck my vagus yeah. nerve tonight, yeah, love, yeah. yeah. Um, it makes me think of Elvis. Like, mm, I should maybe that was designed by a friend of mine called Fabio, who is at a place called the Makers Department. And it might be worth uh, looking at this because there's lots of people out there with ideas and don't know how to bring them to life. So if you've got an idea for a device um, or a, a tool or a product that you you need somebody to engineer and make a prototype for you, then Fabio is your guy. He came to see me this oh week. God, I haven't seen him amazing. for about six months. Yeah, he's a Portuguese guy. But he's an industrial engineer, so he builds things like this device. And he, he built some hair tools for me a while back. And he can 3D print them and model them and get an electrical, electrical engineer in and make stuff. So anything that's like the computer design, Bluetooth connects to an app, or you've got an idea for a product, like a consumer goods product that requires a physical form, then get in touch with the maker's department. This guy called Fabio there. Uh, and he's such an interesting, That's he's cool. got such a brilliant brain. Every mm. time I meet him and he's, I, t- I, sp- I saw him this week, like I said, and I'm having some brushes designed at the moment. And he instantly came in and he said, you know what you want to do with this? Is this, this, this? And I was like, <gasps> Jesus, I'm so glad you turned up Fabio. You know, he's just got a brain that just works in a completely different way. So it was a bit of a spontaneous recommendation that, but I meet people all the time that say, if I, had an idea for a product. Yes, well, Who do you I, don't know where to start. Where do I go? Yeah, where do you start? And, and, and if it's a, a physical product, then get in touch with the maker's department, uh, a guy called Fabio. Uh, there, you can go on, oh, go on their so Instagram nice. or whatever and, and give him a shout. And he'll give you a meeting and give you a rough idea of, of how long it'll take to, to make stuff. But he project managed the whole thing from start to finish and then can put you in touch with China for a factory that would make your whatever it is for you. Um, Watch oh. all my competitors now go to Fabio and make loads of hair tools. <laughs> Shh, Don't make hair tools, obviously. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I want to talk about The Brothers Comatose, which I just showed you before mm-hmm. we started. And it's a YouTube channel, but they're also on um, Instagram mm-hmm. as Bros Comatose. Great. Um, they are an American kind of... Let me just find out exactly, are they really brothers? Uh, the Brothers Comatose is comprised of brothers, mm-hmm. Ben Morrison, Alex Morrison, so those are two brothers, and Gio Benedetti, bass vocals, Philip Brezina and Ryan Avalone. And they are like a country band, but a kind of cool... Mm-hmm. They are the inspired unemployed of country music. Okay. Like kind of cool-looking, young, A trendy. bit ironic? Not ironic, no. Okay. They're not comedy, but no. looks-wise, they're kind of edgy. Yeah. Anyway, on their YouTube channel, um, the Brothers Comatose did uh, a track with AJ Lee, Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so it's good, good but I mean, you could just anyway. deep dive into them. Yeah. And if they ever come over and do any gigs here, I'm coming. Mm. Like, it's so, they are so, so good. And what so, are they called on the Instagrams? Um, Bros Comatose. Bros Comatose, all right. Um, they're great. So, we went to see Darren Brown. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah, he made you forget. He made me forget. Um, before we talk about Darren Brown, mm. shall we order something from the Deliveroo's? Yes. Uh, what do you yeah. fancy? Oh. No, I'll do it. Um, you did last night. I don't really mind. Waggers? Yeah. No? Yeah? It's 25 to 30 minutes. Okay, I'll have a pad thai from Waggers. I'll go salmon teriyaki soba. Salmon teriyaki soba. <laughs> uh, this is what it's like for us folks. Uh, this is what we order every time we come uh, to Waggers. We're doing good. When I woke up this morning, I was a bit stressed that I was going to run out of time. So I've got a meeting at two o'clock. Then I've got a podcast at four. Then I've got another meeting at five. And then we're out for dinner at 5.30. Then we're at a show at seven, 7.30. Liz Kinsman. Liz Kinsman. So I'm like up against it today, but this is really going to be good if we get lunch in. I'll be on, on fire. Have so, we pressed record again? We're recording. We've been recording okay, all great. this time. So, oh, okay, great. We went to see Darren Brown, Showman. It was a gift for you for your birthday from Andy and Fenny. It and, was. Can yeah. I just say also, the gift of a show is the best it's gift. It's a great gift, isn't it? Best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've loved Darren Brown, all his TV shows. I've never, I've never watched one and been disappointed. I've always found them utterly fascinating. I've been to see two shows live with him. But from a TV production point of view, mm. the way that you're playing with the viewer. I love the interactivity mm. of, the, of those shows where you're, think you're being told one thing and then mm. you find out it's another there's one he did called steeplechase about betting on horses that just blew my bloody brains out mm. you know so i was very excited to see him i'd never seen him before um so i was i was nervous you know because i wanted it to be as good as i thought so there's a thing in the show where there's a really good trick i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh, did you see my face? Yeah, I did see your face. I basically shouldn't say anything about it. Don't say it. anything. It, it's just it's really good. It's really good. And, and you think one thing and then you and then you realise you've been slapped in the face with another. Mm. But one thing I would say is that the show is a kind of tribute to his father that who was passed lovely, away. wasn't it? Yeah. And there's 
there's a lot that the, the magic tricks and the way the show is woven is around a tribute to his dad and um and that's so, such a nice idea to have a core yes theme yeah that you anchor the show yeah. to and i think if anybody out there who's uh, lost a parent or a friend mm. or a sibling or anything like that i think this would be a, a, a cathartic thing to yeah. go and see because there's a resolution in it that i think is powerful and, yeah. and really good but um, um he he does a lot of writing mm. with a guy called Andy Nyman. Yes. Who, who I was met in Dead, Dead Set. Set. Okay. I met on Dead Set mm. who I was so fangirling over mm. because he is in Death at a Funeral. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. And he stole the show. Mm. He is so funny in it. I it was one of my favorite movies yeah. ever and it kind of didn't mm get the enormous recognition that it deserved. I would love to watch that again with you. Oh, Death at a Funeral. Oh, please. Yeah, they remade it, didn't they, for an American was audience? Awful. Yeah, no, well, the American one was absolutely pants. Mm. But it's such a funny film. Anyway, Andy Nyman, amazing actor, really interesting. Also wrote ghost stories, I think. Yes. I didn't realize that Darren Brown worked with Andy Nyman. I just assumed Andy Nyman was an actor, but he's clearly He's everything. A magician. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, totally. And obviously he's a producer. And the other thing, there is a show that uh, Darren Brown isn't Mm. in. Yes. That he has written with Andy Nyman Mm. with lots of magicians that's happening in September. So watch out for that. Yes. We've we've booked tickets already. Yeah. When you go to the show, there's a little QR code you can scan, but I don't know if you can get access to that QR code outside of the theatre. But he is on until the 18th of March at the Apollo Theatre on Shaftesbury Avenue. Tickets are from £20 each, but I'd spend some money and get yourself a good seat. And can I also say, though, even it doesn't matter where you're sitting, you can be part of the show. Yeah. Because... I'm not going to say how, but he can pick people from um, right yeah, at the top, the middle, circle, the like whatever. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's I would have very thought, inclusive, and the theatre is small enough to oh, really feel like fabulous. you are with yeah. you are with him. Mm. It's brilliant, and he's such a good communicator. I think oh, that's his real skill: is mm. that he is talking to you. Mm. Um, it's not just a performance, it's and a it doesn't feel scripted. It no. feels like he's just, mm. and he goes off script a lot, you know, because mm. obviously he's talking to people or something happens and it, it well, won't be expected or he, he's brilliant. Presumably the show is different every night because the audience yeah. is different every night. How and he's fun. pulling people out of the audience. Mm. There was one girl who got pulled out at the beginning and then we met her in the interview. Because yeah. obviously oh the instant thing is she's a plant. Yeah. And then you think, what's going on here? And then we obviously met her and her husband she afterwards, was so, her boyfriend. No, it's her boyfriend. They've yeah. been together for six months. Yeah, okay. It was so, so cute. Yeah, it was very cute, wasn't and it? They, and I, I thought to myself when I met them both, mm. I know this is quite off off like yeah, yeah. off topic but i thought oh these two are meant to be together yeah they look they're a very good match they're very they? very yeah. good match but obviously we got a chance to slightly quiz her and say so what happened up there then how, how did you feel but she was suitably vague about the yeah. whole thing you know but she just loved the experience yeah, basically it, yeah. but it was really nice to be able to get to talk to her I wouldn't hesitate. If you're in London go. and you're planning a trip go, to go, London, go. definitely go. go. It's um, Make the trip to it's London. It's got a short interval, um, but I think it was done by 10.30, something yeah. like that, you know. But um, I loved it, and at the end I was like, wow. Boom. It was brilliant. Um, I'm going to finish off yep. with, um, you know, my friend Anna MacDonald, who has 
given us many, many, many recommendations mm. on this podcast, and they're always good. Her son and my son do boxing mm-hmm. on a Saturday, and we crossed over this weekend. Mm-hmm. And she's standing at boxing in this kind of robe. You know, women and men that go sea swimming, what's cold water swimming. Mm-hmm. Now, this is called oh. a D robe. So they but this is one of the dry robe, don't they? So, yeah, but that's a different brand. Okay. So this is a brand called the D robe. And the reason why I really like this mm-hmm. is because of the cut of it. Mm-hmm. And it's got a bit more shape to it, mm. but it's windproof waterproof, fleece-lined, but also really stylish looking. Yeah, yeah nice. Um, but it is so for when you've been swimming. Open water well, swimming. Uh, it, these were made for yes. women who get out of the water, mm-hmm. they're freezing cold because they're windproof, they're long to the floor. Yeah, like a huge but they've got, duvet. Uh, right? yeah, yeah, it's like a huge duvet, but it's waterproof and windproof. Okay. That's the big thing because mm. the wind is the thing that mm. makes your body temperature plummet. Uh, when we watched um, Bad Sisters, they all wore them, didn't yes. they, when they got out of the sea? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. Okay. So they are around £179, but if you are a keen mm-hmm. cold water swimmer, mm-hmm. it's a must-have. And I've got to say, Anna looked extremely stylish in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are hot on sustainability, which we always really like. So, um, yeah, they are called derobeoutdoors.com. Dot com. Um, I took Joel to Joel and Sonny to Brighton uh, last Sunday because uh, Joel is doing a bit of modelling. Um, yeah, yeah. So then when we were on holiday, we, we met this guy called Gresham Blake, um, who turns out was somebody who's a clothes designer and he made you a suit. He did. For Big, big Brother. Big Brother. Big, uh, celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. When would that have been? 2008 or something like that? Oh, God, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah but around, around them. But it was very nice because we all met on holiday and we all got on like a house on fire and I really loved Gresham and his, uh, his wife uh, and his daughter. They were, they were just great fun to hang out with. Um, anyway, my son started to do a bit of modelling and stuff like that, and uh, we met Gresham and Val for um, for dinner. dinner and I yeah. showed him showed him a picture of Joel. He said, "I want to use Joel in my next campaign." I was like, "Great!" So we went to Brighton for Joel to do a fitting with Gresham. So he's made him a couple of suits. Um, but um, I, I went to Brighton for the afternoon to do that and then have a mooch about. I'd just forgotten how bloody yeah, it's great, great isn't Brighton it? is. It's like a funny little subculture all of its own. It doesn't feel like London or Margate or Blackpool or... It just feels like a completely different vibe. And then there's this funny little street where a friend of mine's got a hair salon, Simon Webster, but there's a really cool shop up there called Jump the Gun, which I've had some clothes from in the past, but it's a kind of mod shop. They venture out a bit from mods, but lots of gingham shirts and crombie coats and... uh, you know, fishtail parkers and stuff like that, but then loads of other lovely knitwear and everything. Jump so, the gun. Jump the gun, it's called. Yeah, you can go on their website and have a little look. But um, you do have, they do extra small? Well, all mod shops really do extra small. I was going to talk about one here, but I'm going to save it for next week because you bought me a coat from there for oh, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and oh my God, I just love the coat. And then I've realized, you know, they do lots of stuff in my size. I'm very small, so it's it's tricky to always get stuff small. But Jump the Gun was great. Gresham Blake is is great. That whole little street area is fab. And and then obviously we just walked around the lanes and stuff like that. It was a blustery, windy day. But even but, on, I mean, I love the seaside. Mm. I love the British seaside on a blustery, windy mm. day. There's something so dramatic about yeah. it. Yeah, 
I absolutely mm. uh, loved it. So I thought I'd love to go to Brighton a bit more. So, yes, if you're up for that, I'd love to, to just nip to Brighton. It's about totally... 45 minutes away from us. And I think, well, yeah, we'll go down there. Totally Grab up some for lunch that. and have a mooch about. I love Brighton. Shops. I'd like to live by the sea one day. Yes, I mean, I have to say, when I was there, I did think, bloody hell. I mean, it'd be very, a nice place to live. It would be a nice place to live. And I did, it, the, the moment, cro- the thing crossed my mind. And Sonny, who I was kind of mooching around with that day, really was dead set. I mean, his partner wants to go to um, Brighton University. Oh, great. Or Brighton College or whatever it is down there and study film, I think. Uh, so I think they were thinking, well, they might go and base themselves in Brighton for a bit. Great. Amazing, you know. So, yes. Okay, let's do uh, a few shout outs because I'm going to save everything else for next week. I hope everybody's doing well. I'm quickly going to just say, Mm -hmm. if you want to make yourself happy and you like shiny things and you're a bit of a magpie like me, look up Diamante Pens in your Safari browser um, or Google browser, whichever you prefer. Um, because I was given by Cheryl the most amazing... So it started off with somebody from Long Lost Family gave me a pen um, with a massive diamond in the top. I used it on the Mars Singer, and I used it so much it ran out. Hmm. And then Cheryl gave me a set of the most unbelievable pens for Christmas, covered in coloured Diamante with a huge, great big Diamante diamond in the top of it. And if you look up Diamante pens online, the Mm -hmm. joy, even just looking at all the shiny things, it's so good. They're about like... Two quid. Yeah, yes, yeah, so they're just very sparkly. So good. Uh, we have a message here from uh, Sue Stewart, and um, she sent us one back here, which I don't ever remember reading out. But it says, uh, "My policeman, Harry Styles, a beautiful, simple film that's on Prime." Oh yes, I've heard yeah, about that. My policeman. Um, but it's it's linked weirdly to a, another mes- message that um, she sent. But she also says, P.S. Don't forget your Bob Ross Christmas decoration. I tried to find the special shiny one I recommended last year. There seems to be loads of Bob Ross unofficial merchandise now. Yeah, I think you're right. But you very kindly bought me a Bob Ross calendar for Christmas. I did. And it's like a little uh, deck of post-it page a notes. Day. Yeah, and yeah. you tear off the page, but each page has got a Bob Ross picture on it. You must have painted more than 300 and... Yeah. Mm, however, how many days are in a year? 365. 65. I've lost my brain there. Anyway, Sue Stewart goes on to say, uh, not even finished watching this yet, but wanted to recommend. It's called George Ezra End to End, and it's a lovely watch and thoroughly enjoying it, but it follows George and two uni friends following COVID walking the length of the country. Oh. I've never heard of that before. Um, but they Do you know what's interesting? miles in 95 days. Wow. It's got 8.6 on IMDb. Wow. Um, I've got to say, hmm. do, you know, do you remember I did, um, what's it called? Saturday Kitchen or mm-hmm. was it Saturday? It was Saturday Kitchen. Yeah. And George Ezra was on it, yes. do you remember? Yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah, I bet. Did you see this morning the other day, yesterday, mm-hmm. you were on it? I was on it, yeah. With that mm. woman who um, had oh. been catfished. And, and that was on MTV, was that's on MTV this week, I think. And she was led to believe that she was falling in love with George Ezra. They were messaging each other 20, 30 times a day. And he asked her to marry him. She said no. Though, she said she? no. Yes. 
That's how much she loved him. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. I mean, it's like it's yeah. heartbreaking. Anyway, yeah. I, he is a very, very, very nice man. I'd, yeah. like, I'd actually like to watch that. Yeah, me too. It sounds great. What's it's it that, called again? Uh, end to End. Okay. Uh, thanks, um, Sue Stewart. That's a, a really nice recommendation. And the policeman, the Harry Styles thing, I'd be interested in as well. Uh, Emma Wood, since your last podcast, we have been bringing proverbials out of Happy Valley series now season two. I had to convince Hubby that he didn't have to always fancy the lead character. No offense, Sarah. Uh, but he's got a thing for Amelia Fox, a silent witness, I think, Amelia Fox. She, yes. Yeah, she is very sexy, Amelia Fox. Um, he's now sold on it. Just utterly fantastic TV. Sarah is just amazing, and we oh. really hope she gets some recognition for this. Thanks for recommending. Uh, we started from the beginning. Yes, we oh, started. Great. Remember, we went back and did series yeah. one uh, recently. Um, oh, it's really good. You're absolutely right. So, Sarah Langshire is She's fantastic. So good. I, I had a, a, a girlfriend uh, when I was younger called Keely, and she, Sarah Lancashire. You know, it's quite funny. I feel like I know Keely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. Um, but Sarah Lancashire was, was Raquel Watts in yeah, Coronation, Coronation Street, Street, and Keely looked like Raquel. So Keely was often called Raquel around Leyland when we were knocking about together. <laughs> um, but, uh, Does she yeah, still look like funny. that? Um, I mean, I don't know, to be honest. It's been that long since I've seen her, but um, it's, it's, it's very funny. So when I watch Happy Valley, I always go, oh, yeah, it's a bit like Keely, you know. Wassel, how do you say that name? Um, Wasila. Wasila. Thanks. Thank God for you. Uh, the movie... Uh, the menu is a must-watch. Oh yes, we, we saw, saw that. Yeah, we watched, watched with uh, Ray Fine. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was very good. And then uh, Netflix Kaleidoscope. Do you know about Kaleidoscope? No. So Kaleidoscope is a new thing that's on Netflix, um, and it presents. It's ten episodes, and as long as you watch the blue episode last, I think it is, you can watch all the episodes in any order. Oh! And you get a different journey. Oh, my God. So Netflix gives you an order to watch them in. You don't have to watch them in that order, of course. And if you go online, there's loads of reviews that basically say, oh, this is the best order to watch them in. I watched them in this order and this is what I got. I don't really know anything about it. I noticed that Sonny was watching it. But... um, but it sounds We've great. We've got so much to watch. Yeah, yeah. So Kaleidoscope. I've written that down as well. That. So thanks, Wasila, for that. And sorry for uh, not being able to pronounce your name. Um... The Last Tango in Halifax, of course. That's another Sarah Lancashire thing. Hi, Michael. I highly recommend this series. A binge-worthy watch from the cold winter evenings, 8.4 on IMDb. Obsessed with this since you recommended it on your podcast during lockdown. Written by Sally Wainwright, who wrote Happy Valley, set in Yorkshire. So there's plenty of nout and out. <laughs> uh, truly splendid drama. Yeah, Last Tango in Halifax. I've never seen that, I don't think. I'm writing uh, that although down. Although I think we've um, talked about it on the podcast, people, the people recommended and then Wendy Milsom, a book recommendation from Richard Osman, The Bullet That Missed, and his other stories in the Thursday Murder Club Mysteries. Oh, Richard Osman. Yeah. yeah. He um, is a brilliant author. I mean, he's a very, 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 very clever man. Yeah. Isn't he? He really bloody is, um, yeah. Um, yeah, his books are bestsellers every time. Can I just quickly say menopausing's back in the top five? Mm. Yeah, well done. Thanks. Um, I'm looking at this. Mark... Adderley, 
Oh, that's um, Nadia Sawala. Nadia Sawala. So he's messaged us, yes. Hi, Mark. I thought that was you, but I couldn't see uh, your icon here. So on Monday, he said, Hi, guys, not sure if you take recommendations, but would love to know what you think of this book. An eye-opener on male behaviour and the experiences of young women navigating relationships. In other words, bloody difficult. Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. So it's from Megan Nolan. Megan. And it's called Acts of Desperation. Nolan. Yeah, uh, and Olivia has um, has said thanks to Mark. He said, "Coolio, thanks back." But uh, Mark, of, this is a personal thank you. Desperation. Yeah, acts of desperation. My Megan Nolan. That looks great. Um, I might have a little listen to that on the audiobooks because obviously um, I've got two boys that are also navigating relationships at the moment. Um, so it'd be very interesting, no doubt, for them. But uh, maybe give me a little insight into what's the going on in the world. The must-read novel of twenty twenty-two. Mm. Uh, thanks, Mark, and we're delighted that you listen. And I absolutely love your posts and your YouTube channel on movies. Um, brilliant. And mm. I love that relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to go out for dinner at some point? Yes. I think we've, we've talked about wanting to we've try got and to hang do out that. with you two a bit and yeah. go out for dinner if you're up for that. So, that would be great. Mark, this is like mm. we're, we're proposing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Deliveroo's on its way. Let's uh, wrap things up. Um, it's nice to talk to everybody. Bought it. Have you? Yeah. Great. I might say they've got an audio book and I'll have a listen. They have. Yeah, great. Um, have a lovely weekend. We're going to the theatre tonight to watch... Liz Kinsman. Liz Kinsman. And we're going again tomorrow. Tomorrow night we're going to watch Sarah Barron, the comedian at the Soho Theatre, who's married to a great friend of mine, Jeff Lloyd. So. Who is a brilliant broadcaster. Oh God, yeah. You know, the guy should C- be... Tell, them, tell everybody what he did for you. Well, I put it on my reels, yeah. So he got to me and said, look, I'd love to take you to see Sarah at the Soho Theatre and maybe take you out for dinner. When are you free? And then I was thinking about it and got back to him. So he made me a reel just for me personally in Final Cut Pro and everything with a voiceover and music and all the rest of that. I posted it on my story. But it was mimicking your reels. That's what was so brilliant. He did a parody of your reels. In Even a, like you waking up in the morning and then going, teeth and I'm hoping that, Michael coffee. will see. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. It's absolutely brilliant. And then I sent it to me. you might have to post it on the Making the Cut. Oh, okay. Yes, we'll post it page. on Making the Cut. Because uh, you could follow his podcast. He's got one called Reasons to be Cheerful. Yay. So Jeff's got a podcast with Ed Miliband. He's got a few podcasts, but he's got one with Ed Miliband called Reasons to be Cheerful. And it is a huge stonker of a hit. It's mm. a brilliant podcast and it's self-explanatory really, but Jeff's just so bloody good. I absolutely love him. So anyway, he made us this reel just to get me to reply to his message. That's what was so funny about it. It served no other purpose other but than to nudge me. It worked. Uh, it worked. Uh, so we're going to see Sarah Barron. I'm really excited uh, Yeah, about that. so am I. We've got a fun-packed week this yeah, week. Yeah, it's really good. And then I'm going to the Entrecote again on Friday. because Shut up. I'm so jealous. My brother Grant's coming over from France. Wow. Place. I don't know why I've started dancing. Uh, but I have. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Wrap up. Um, wrap we'll up. see you next week. Lots of love, everybody. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.